My name is Kate O'Neill and I'm on the 50th anniversary committee here with the club this year. And on the 50th birthday commemorative jersey there is a phrase, we came because we heard about the harps. Can you tell us the story behind that logo? Back in 1993 my, my brother PJ had come home from the States and uh, he had a, a big banner with him uh, to do at a radio station I believe. So um, when Harps got to the final in 1993, we, we wanted to have something that everybody would see up on up on the grassy bank at, at the back of the the goals there on the cemetery end. So at Markovic Park. At Markovic Park, yes. Um, now this is remember um, we we hadn't won a senior title since 1975, so this was a very big deal for the club. So um, my brother PJ and and uh, our neighbour Bernard Hunt and uh, a few more came up with the great idea that we would um, take the banner up to John Surlis signs in Monastraden and John would put a sign on it for us, sign write it for us. So we came up with the um, the logo, which was very apt at the time. Harp was a very popular drink. So th they had a, an ad on television which said, we have come because we heard about the harp. So we added an S. Um, John Surlis um, spray painted this um, banner at night um, we brought it in a car uh, to the match. Um, three people held it at the, at the bank, at the back of the uh, cemetery in goal. So when the final whistle was blown and Harps had won their first titles in 75, we climbed the fence at Markovic Park, which is not a low fence, I might add, and ran across the pitch with this banner. Um, and there are brilliant photographs of it. So when it came to the design of the jersey, we always knew we wanted to put the new clubhouse on the front of it, but we wanted something that was timeless on the back of it. So um, Brenda McHugh was, was, was brilliant in the design of the jersey here, our, a fellow clubman. So um, Brendan and myself came up with the idea that we would put that back on the back of the jersey just to balance it. And uh, I think it has turned out well. So I hope everybody and anybody who buys the jersey um, will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, that's the story. So. Well, a lot of people have heard about the Harps 50 years on at this stage, Kate. You were a member of the first Eastern Harps football team, female? I actually wasn't a member in 1993 because I, I was injured, but in I was I played in 1994. So, so the ladies won the first title in 1993, the inaugural year of ladies football in the county. Um, and in 1994, uh, we met Shamrock Gales again in the final, and Gales put manners on us that day in Markovich Park, so they got revenge. So, um, unfortunately, no, I didn't. I didn't win in '93, but in, I, I managed the ladies' team then at a later time. So we we won it in 2001, and um, I, I had a great management team with me. So I, I got a little bit of revenge in 2001. But I, I missed out on 93. But look, that's life and that's football, and um, those are the ups and downs that go with it. But your own football love affair with Eastern Harps, it's been there throughout your life? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I remember my dad taking us to matches in Ballymote when, when, when Harps played their, their games in Ballymote pitch because we, we had no facility here in Cache. And um, yeah, and, and I remember those days. Um, Good days, bad days, probably a lot, a lot, you know, a lot of great memories. A lot of people, you know, here tonight. Lovely to see old faces and new faces. And um, yeah, it's it's look, the first 50 years have flown by. It's hard to believe it's 50. Um, but as as you can see from the the, the clubhouse here tonight, our new lights, um, our strategic plan, which Sean Scott um, presented there tonight. Um, 
brilliant presentation, very comprehensive. I think the future is bright for harps. I mean, at the minute, um, we're competing in all grades and all ages, ladies and men. Um, we, we, you know, we, we haven't reached the dizzy heights that we did back in the in the 90s when we won three titles, and the early 2000s when we won three senior men's titles. But it's not all about winning senior championships. It's about being inclusive. It's about being there for the community as a meeting place, a focal point. Um, so, as I say, look, the future looks bright, and um, we're, we're very lucky that we have a lot of very dedicated people here within the club area. Okay, this is Seamus Hannan chairperson of Eastern Harps GAA Club. On the face of it, Seamus, 50 years doesn't feel that old, but for you, does it feel a lifetime? Yeah, and I suppose 50 years ago, a lot of us were just about born, even if we were. So, you know, for, for many people, as uh, some of the speakers said here tonight, it's not very long. For others, it's a long time. But I think what's more importantly, we've done a lot in the last 50 years. This club started off with very small beginnings and it has grown and developed into the strong, vibrant uh, club that we have now with participation from you know, ladies, men, boys and girls right across the ages. So we're delighted with what we have. While it might be young in terms of longevity, I do have an impression that Eastern Harps feels like one of the, the big clubs of Sligo. It, it, it seems to have that sort of presence in Sligo Gaelic game. Yeah, and I suppose if you look at our tradition and look at what has happened down through the years, you know, we have been a very prominent club in the county. Uh, two years after this club was formed, we won our first county championship. And since then, we've gone on to win many more championships. Um, and that's at both uh, men and women's level. And, you know, so, so we have done a lot. We have had a lot of success over that 50 years. And we're looking forward to a lot more success in the future. So two things really for Harps this year, to celebrate your half century of existence, but this gathering tonight is very much about what the future might bring. Yeah, absolutely. It's about what the future would bring. And that's why we've used the opportunity you know, in our 50th year to launch our plan. We want to share it with the community. We want the wider community to see exactly what's going on in the club. Because, you know... There's a lot of people dis semi-disconnected from what's happening within the club. So tonight is a great opportunity to, uh, to get our message out there and get community involvement, which is what it's all about. This club is more than about football. You know, it has a very strong community element in it. We have a very strong, healthy club. There's a lot of stuff going on outside of football, which you know, brings people that you know, don't have a direct interest in football or don't play the sport. There's, there's other opportunities for them within the club. And that's what we uh, strive to do. Um, at all times is involved the entire community. We saw a map of the geography of Eastern Harps Football Club, you know, the Cash area, the Gertrude area to Ballinafad. It's a vast expanse in terms of space, not necessarily in terms of population. Yeah, and we get plenty of slagging about that too. Um, we get lots of slagging from uh, within the county especially. But when you look at the area, it is it is geography, we have a big area, but it is a sparsely enough populated area with not very many uh, population centres. Uh, to say the word but I think a lot of other clubs probably don't accept that <laughs> What is your own personal ambition for Eastern Harps? Look my personal ambition for Eastern Harps is to we've come a long ways uh, we have very fine facilities and now we need to move to the next level and of course on the field our, our, um, our ambition is to get back get back into senior championship and get back to what we've been used to because this club has been used to success we've been used to winning and we've been used to being at the top and that's my ambition for this club within the next few years and we're getting there 
We have a very strong underage uh, te uh, teams coming up. Underage football is probably at its strongest that it's ever been within the club. So there is certainly hope and you know, I don't think we're too far away from that. My name is Carmel Tahaney and I've been involved in the Healthy Club Committee here at Eastern Harps for the last number of years and I sat on the uh, 50th commemoration anniversary year um, to, do, to design what we would do for celebrations for the year ahead. What's the big attraction for you to be part of Eastern Harps? Um, I suppose my son started to play with Eastern Harps when he was only probably six, seven and uh, I couldn't believe the enjoyment that we all got out of it. Like, I mean, the underage football is probably the best football that you can have and you get the most enjoyment out of it. When you see your son play in senior football, you kind of start to hide and not want to go to football anymore. But I decided then, I had health issues earlier on and um, when I got better, I said I must give back something. And somebody approached me then about the healthy club when it started off in 2013 and they told me they were taking me to Crow Park for a day out. But I should have known there was no such thing as free lunch. <laughs> and um, became very involved in with the Healthy Club Committee and uh, it's unbelievable what the Healthy Club has done for the wider community and particularly during the Covid times. Give us a sense of that because people think Eastern Harps you think success on the pitch and trophies but there is this part of Eastern Harps Football Club around a healthy lifestyle for the community that seems to have taken off here in the last couple of years. Yeah, I suppose um, as the years have progressed, people have become more health conscious and more aware of uh, their keeping fish, and people are living longer and all of that. Yeah, and uh, in the beginning, um, you know the way there was an awful emphasis on um, health and well-being and mental health and all of that, and everybody has mental health, so they have. And how we look after our mental health is really important. So looking after your mental health is about doing all of the right things in terms of eating right, sleeping right taking exercise and all of those things contribute to your mental health. Now there is serious mental health and there is mental health that is kind of everybody has it and they have to deal with it. Everybody has problems, everybody has issues at times but sometimes they need a little help. Some people will need more help and they will need a, a different setup. But in terms of looking after yourself on a day-to-day -day basis it's important that you keep all those things, the three things, the three key things in terms of your, your eating, your sleeping and your exercise. You're also helping with the 50th birthday celebrations this year for Eastern Harps. Tell us briefly about a lovely weekend you got planned in June. Yeah, the 23rd of June we're uh, uh, starting off with an ecumenical service here at the clubhouse and then we're going to have a kind of an armchair interview of people's experiences and involvements over the years, you know, done in a very light-hearted way with nice storytelling and all of that. And then we're going to um, repair to the Mayfly Inn in Balnefad for some, I suppose, more abandonment in, term, in terms of the storytelling there. And the following um, morning then, um, Eastern Harps Club was formed between the Gurchin area and the Keish area back in 1973. So we're going to have a memorial walk from um, Gurchin, where the Condon's Field in Gurchin, where it's now a nice pitch, but it was just a field in where people used to play football, down here to the clubhouse in Keish. And we're going to hopefully have the older people and some of the people that would have been here at the foundation of the club um, to start off the walk and that we might give them a rest and people will take over then the walk and we'll gather up more people along the way and uh, we'll have some refreshments here at the clubhouse when we get here then and then there's a fun day planned for the pitch for all age groups uh, a sporting fun day on the pitch My name is Owen And what age are you Owen? I am five My name is Tyg, I'm eight My name is Connor My name is Danny and I'm seven What's the best thing about playing with Eastern Harps, would you say? Playing football. football. My 
name is Susha and I play with the under sevens. And she's here every Saturday morning, so she loves it. Yeah. What's the best thing about playing on Saturday mornings? Um, get lots of practice and it's very fun. My name is uh, Sean Scott, I'm the Planning Development Officer with Eastern Harps GA Club for a number of years. How timely is this strategic plan for the club now? I suppose it's very timely. Uh, our, we've really culminated our last plan in the last couple of years ago, just before COVID, with the development of this clubhouse uh, that you're in here tonight. So I suppose it's, it was timely to, to close, close, close that off and move forward and, and see what the, next, uh, what the future holds in terms of future development for the club. We don't want to stand still, we want to keep walking, we want to keep running, keep moving, keep the club moving forward and we have a number of exciting developments uh, that, we're, that we're pursuing at the moment uh, as outlined in our plan. It is a big undertaking, particularly in 2023. I know you have 50 years of experience, the club has, but the scale of, of work that's behind keeping a club going is pretty immense. Yeah, as I outlined there to the, to, to the attendance, the, the scale is absolutely incredible. Like to run a club now is almost like running a small corporate entity. Um, you're the cost of running a club, you're in six-figure sums and in, in annual costs in a big, in a, in a you know, good-sized club like ours. Uh, and then you're looking at trying to keep capital projects uh, funded. And, you know, as I said in, in my talk there, if we don't do the work, we don't, we don't access money from the centre, from the state, and, and that money gets lost elsewhere, either in the county, but more, more often than not elsewhere in the country. So, you know, it's a bottom-up approach in the GA, and if the volunteers don't do the work, uh, the facilities won't happen. It's, it's as simple as that. As the club celebrates its 50th birthday, what would you say is Eastern Harp's greatest strength right now? I think the unity and purpose of the club is, is, is its strength. Uh, as I outlined, we have a, a number of, of very hard-working committees within the club. We have a very strong executive, uh, focused executive on the back of a recent constitution that we've developed recently. So everyone ha knows their role, knows their responsibilities. As I said, we, we outlined, we've outlined terms of reference for every group within the club. So it's a, it's, it's a common purpose and we're excited about what we want to do. We know where we're going, we know what we want and uh, everyone is working the same goal and that's exciting. Well, this next person is well known as a councillor, but it's the football version of Paul Taylor I'm interested in right now because this is where you were reared. You're not quite 50 yet, maybe not too far no, away, but, <laughs> but I mean, this has been a lifetime for someone like you growing up with this club. Ah, yeah, sure. This is, I suppose this is me. Um, this is why I probably am where I am today and what you've mentioned uh, at the first way. I am a councillor. Um, Football was very good to me, uh, my club was very good to me, Eastern Harps was very good to me, but it was always my first love as, as a footballer and, and probably will always be that for me. Um, we great years out there on that pitch, it's great to see the new lights out there tonight. Um, there's a great new facility here, there's a great um, committee working here towards striving to make things better um, facility-wise and I suppose for, for playing-wise in the club. And, um, for ladies and men's GA in this club, but like you know, we've we've had super years here. Super years. What is your earliest football memory with Harps? I suppose I, I played at eight years of age in in an under twelve divisional final against Ballymote. We lost. But <laughs> even back then, you were playing up. Even back then, we were playing up, um, and you know, at that time we were 
that time we were, were put into the back of, uh, of, of the van, maybe 10 or 12 of us, I probably shouldn't say that now, but we were, and brought to games and brought for an ice cream maybe after games and something like that then. But, you know, they were great days and that's where it all started. But I think the friendships um, that we made or I've made from an early age and still have them, I think that's the standout for me. Um, yes, the success was great, but the crack having it was, was was unbelievable and I think that stood just down through the years here in this club um, and you know if you see here tonight there's so many past players here and um, everyone still gets on so well together everyone socializes together when the time comes and you know look at it it's it's, it's great to see such a crowd here as well and one last thought I mean growing up you were wanting to play football and be out having the crack and playing the games and when you are a young fella you don't think so much about what your club means, I gather. At what age does that start to kick in? At what stage in your life? I think it only clicks in when you're not able to do it anymore. To be honest, um, you know, you, you certainly learn to appreciate it more, and you know, you appreciate being able to play more coming later in years. Um, but certainly, when you finish, I think that's and when you're not able to do it anymore, that's when you look back and you think, well, you know, could have done some things differently. Should we have done some things differently? Um, but I certainly wouldn't have changed anything that we had around here. Uh, we probably underachieved a little bit. Some might say you're lucky to have what you have, and I, I think that's that's a fact. But probably underachieved a little bit, and that's probably one thing. But I, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't change anything around here. And as I say, it's, you know, it's great to see yourself here and um, Sean Carroll and Raymond Carden and everybody here. And you know, there's people here from other clubs as well. And we're looking forward to a good year off the field anyway hopefully we're looking forward to a good year on the field and you know hopefully there's more success in the future historically this is a merger between Cash and Gertrude do the internal rivalries like that still still manifest themselves from time to time no, not at all. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm I'm from the Gertrude side of things. I'm, I live between Gertrude and Monastraden. Um, but no, that is never an issue. Never has been an issue, as as far as I can see. We're we're you know we're we're very loyal to it, to the club to our area where we come from. And just because you have a big um, catchment area geographically, doesn't translate always in that you're going to have a huge pop, p- playing population. So, um, as I say. Look, it's lovely to see people from the different regions, um, but no, it's never an issue, ne- never an issue. Um, and, and, and look, we had the red of Gertrude and the blue of Cache there on the back of the New Jersey. So that's a nod to the past and to the people who really came together back in the late 60s, early 70s, when there was huge rivalry and, you know, kept it going, you know, had knockbacks, but they got there. And then when the senior championships was won in 1975, I think that solidified the union, and it has it, 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 it it's it's gone up and up and up ever since. So look, no, it's never an issue. I'm Linda Donovan, and I'm the coaching officer here with Eastern Harps GA Club. Not the only Donovan coach in the club, which should be added. No, maybe uh, I I do call myself the number one Donovan coach in our house, but no, married to Ross, or Ross is married to me, as I do like to say, and uh, we've three kids. Uh, two of them are playing with the club and loving it, and little Rosie is coming along now at our nursery club at under five as well. So we're we're 
heavily involved in the club, both coaching and playing. And I suppose I've grown up with this club. It means the world to me. Um, we're just here talking tonight about the 50 years and our first uh, winning team in 1975 was captained by my father. So I suppose it's steeped in history in my house and um, my late father, I should say. And I suppose why I'm here and why I keep so involved, it's just to keep his memory alive as well. And it means so much to us. Indeed, and it is all about family. There aren't too many husband and wife coaching teams in GA clubs, or maybe there are. I don't know. I don't know if too many in Sligo, but the husband is here, so we better bring him in. You've, you've mentored him well, Linda. But Ross Donovan, you're part of the furniture here, even though you're still a relatively young man. Um, what is your earliest memory of being around this place? Oh, Jenny. Uh, I suppose the underage when I came down was under 12s. Then I don't know. Is there eights and tens? Um, but I suppose, yeah, definitely coming down. I, I'll tell you, the highlight for me was the game of pool and a mineral on the way home <laughs> at the, well, Foxes there. But uh, no, look, the training, um, we had the, the launch tonight of the 50th year. Um, a lot of the lads I started off with were here this evening, like, you know, like Paul McGovern was there, was chatting in for a long bit. Francis Cannon, I was talking, actually coached us, uh, not at under 12s now, but through some of those years, I think it was 16s or minor. Um, but to see all again still involved and it's like a big circle you know you, you stay on it long enough you come back to the start and you go again I think Am I allowed to ask can Eastern Harps take some of the credit for putting you two together? <laughs> uh, possibly yes we, we would have met maybe down here on Cage Pitch you mentioned Paul McGarvin a few times we got a lift home in the one pickup truck maybe that was the start of it all was it Ros? but uh, certainly no and the football matches and going and following each other and family and everything we we definitely were all involved she obviously seen me play as well Austin (laughs) (laughs) or he's seen me play (laughs) but uh, no without a doubt it means the world to us this club and I think you go back to Ross your earliest memories I'd say Ross if we look at our schools and the banter we still have like Ross went to Colfada and I went to Cairn and we always talk and joke Ross feels Cairn was the best school in the club we would maintain it was uh, (laughs) Colfada I was now (laughs) I suppose it's so important and what Ross is doing now and what Eastern Harps has developed and going forward this club development officer role and being able to have Ross this year going into our schools you're looking at where does it start it's the kids it's in the schools and it's our club and that's what develops our kids into the adults and makes our community what it is what it is today as well so it's so important People talk Ross Donovan about their abiding memory of the Covid pandemic one of mine will be watching your online videos in the hall of your home where you were doing coaching, keeping the thing going. And, you know, I know, not not, not stretching from that, but a lot of people within this club are excited about what Eastern Harps is producing at underage level. Like, you know, messing aside, you're starting to see the fruits of your labours and coaches before your labours. Yeah, well, look, I think it's the labours of the club because, like, it's not just one coach or that. I suppose that was one thing we done, and I suppose it, it, it got a bit of banter and a bit of a bit of fun going. Um, the four-year-old at home still talks about that. Um, I think there were some of her best evenings. Um, but look, as a whole, it's 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 very hard to single anyone or any few people out to what goes on because, and, and Sean touched on it mighty there tonight. Um, it's the stuff off the pitch too. You know, we're using the dressing rooms. We're 
crying for lights for I don't know how long, and now they're here. But it was for stuff that half, and I, geez, I'm not being harsh on half the players, that they don't realise what goes on off the pitch to put in place for them, like, and not an injustice to them or anything, but we just don't think. When we're there to play and train, that's really all that goes through our minds. I was there long enough, I'm managing now, oh my God, the stuff we take for granted as, as players is unbelievable, but all the work that goes, like, and even behind us here as we speak, like, there's people there, you'll never see them down at a training session, but my God, they're they're involved with everything else that goes on in the club and, and it's immense like and Linda when you have people surrounded surrounding you who are as passionate about the club as, as you seem to be that makes it easier oh without a doubt Austin and Ross touch on it there we've committees and I suppose I sit on a lot of them but it's just they're so passionate about driving this club forward and like Sean Scott, Seamus Hannan, Kate O'Neill, they're just a portion of them. But it's just what this club means to them and driving them on. Ross says the coaching and the football, what we do is just a tiny minute. We're looking at what we've been through the last few years, COVID. This club has been through tragedy. Our club has brought us through those tragedies down through the years. We've come together as a community and I've always said it and we had a, an evening here a few weeks ago. It's not always about the winning. To me, being here together and as a community is, is what it's all about and we are winning by doing that. So if by having this facility, our five-year strategic plan, I'm hoping it'll be a 50-year strategic plan. It's keeping us all together as a community and all those driving forces behind it. That's what it's all about.